Ephesians 6, verse 21 through 24. So that you also may know how I am and what I am doing. Tychius, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. I've sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. Peace be to the brothers and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You all know, right, Dees, we're, we're finishing Ephesians today, and you haven't been on ODR in a while. Will, I hate to get, like, a little choked up. Um, Dude, get all choked. I hate to, like, come in here and um, get all choked up, but, man, it, it, uh, there's something about Ephesians. You know, there's that there's that scene, like, I think it's in Acts 20 when uh, Paul is basically saying goodbye to the Ephesian elders. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And I like just imagine them all crying as Paul's like yeah. being sent out. And there's just, I mean, you know, he's, there's so much love between Paul and the church at Ephesus. Um, and I mean, I love like the end of this letter. I mean, he cares about him. He He's like, I know you want to know how we are. Like there's so much more, even though I've written you potentially like the most power packed epistle you know, a lot of people would like rank like Romans as Paul's greatest epistle, but a lot of people would say that Ephesians is his most like power packed official. It's yeah. like this very concise, efficient, yeah. super efficient, super yeah. powerful. A lot of like Paul's great language is packed in. It's it's definitely like Paul's like template. Mm-hmm. And so he's you now he's like I'm, I'm finishing this amazing letter, but I just want Tychius to like give you the update and encourage you because I love you, and that love that we have in Christ cannot be corrupted. So those are just thoughts on these last little bit, but I love the book. Um, it's it's obviously been a huge book in my life, a book that I um, have thought a lot about and has really taught me. Of course, it you know, from the beginning to the end. I mean, I love the way it starts. I love um, Paul. I mean, we think about Paul. Uh, I heard John Piper one time say, you know, the apostle Paul is one of the reasons that I'm a Christian. Hmm. And John Piper is right. Like, I mean, you think about Paul and all that he suffered. Think of Second Corinthians when he talks about how he has suffered and, you know, I mean, imagine somebody taking a whip, cat of nine tails, rocks and glass in it, and whipping your back to the point where your skin is literally falling off, peeling off your back 39 times. Mm -hmm. You almost die. You don't sleep for weeks as the wounds are healing. I mean, you you can't sleep on your back. You're sleeping on your stomach. There's no disinfectants. I'm sure there's infection scar tissue for the rest of your life, and that happens to you five times. And you're beaten with rods. You're stoned. Um... You're shipwrecked. I mean, everything that happened to Paul, you're adrift at sea. I mean, that you know, one of the things that Paul says in that little list is like all night adrift at sea. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine that? Yeah. And this is the guy that is saying like, I rejoice in all of this for the sake of knowing Christ. I rejoice in who the Lord is and what he's done because I was dead in my transgressions and sins and I've been made alive with Christ and I've been called to experience the fullness of God and I've been you know, one day I will, when I'm seated in the heavenly places, God's going to lavish just his goodness upon me. And because of that, the dividing wall of hostility 
is totally torn down and there's now there's no division, but those who are far have been brought so close. And, um, and then of course he goes into this whole like famous section in chapter four, where he talks about like who the church is and how God has given some to be pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry and how, as that happens, we mature into this fullness of Christ, this beautiful body of Christ. And mm-hmm. then of course I love five and six, where then the beginning of five, what does he say? He says, imitate God. I want you to imitate God, and he tells us how to do that. We walk in love. We walk in purity. We walk in wisdom. We live in the power of the Holy Spirit with singing and thanksgiving and submitting to one another, and he talks mm-hmm. about what that is. And then, of course, he's just had this section about being strong in the Lord and putting on the full armor of God. And so, the, you know, I, I mean, in one sense, Will, it's like, what what else does he need to say? He's kind of given, like, the whole Christian life here. Absolutely. But I love how he ends. He's like, there's so much more to say. Like, mm-hmm. like the the what Jesus has done in me and what he's doing in me and what he's doing on earth is so radical and so big and so powerful um, that it's changed everything about me, and let's stay united in him. Mm. Um, so what a great way to end the book. Um, so, again, it, I'm, not, I'm not literally weeping right now, but I... <laughs> Man, I am moved. I yeah. am moved by by these words. Absolutely. You know, I love he he's opened the letter with grace and peace and he closes the letter with peace and with grace. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I do think that um as, as you just very um thoroughly and aptly walked us through, he he's kind of gone through, you know, from us being dead in our sins to what it looks like for us to be a community of people living in resurrection power that's right and these closing words you know would we be people um in light of being clothed in the armor of god in mm-hmm. light of being people submitting to one another with orderly households in light of people who are living like uh, a new humanity that's been made in the flesh of jesus you know in place of two men there being one yeah um in, in light of that we should be marked by peace um you know by this this a gentle and flourishing spirit and then by grace you know living as people who have been forgiven um and who forgive one another and so there's a lot uh just with those two ideas to walk away from a letter like this and um you know to see our whole life as an altar of worship to god uh from our work to our families uh to how we do church uh, that all overflows from the gospel. So, so much to be instructed on. Amen. I want to, I want to wrap it up here, but, on. but, um, one of the, the, in my little synopsis that I just gave a few minutes ago, the, the one part that I left out is maybe the best part of the whole book. <laughs> um, it's when Paul prays and Come he on. says, I want you to have the strength to comprehend the height and width and depth, you know, of God's love for you. I love that idea. It, he, he is saying, and, and, this is my like hope for myself and for our church. Um, you know, we, we, I just got out of a meeting and we were talking about like the social imaginary, like, can, can we imagine the world rightly? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if y'all know that phrase, like social imaginary, Charles Taylor. I love it. It's kind of like worldview, but it's better than worldview. Worldview is like a list of presuppositions that you believe uh, to be true about the world that frame your view of the world, but a social imaginary it's not just like what you believe about the world. It's like how you view the world. It's like it's like how you visualize the world being. Mm-hmm. And do you like really visualize a world where you can know God? 
Do you really visualize a world where God has been gracious to you? Do you really visualize and like understand a world where you can have the peace of God and the reward of God? That That is the work that Paul is doing in this letter. Do mm. you have the strength to comprehend? You know, I love that. You know, are you, are you able to comprehend? Is your mind able to see how wide and high and deep and wondrous it is to mm -hmm. know the Lord? So. Absolutely. Man, great word. Well, for the special guest, uh, Jason Dees, this is Will Carlisle, and we'll see you tomorrow as we start the book of Daniel on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.